Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Sally Gleason, and I would like to introduce Amani Latimer Burris, running for County Board of Supervisors from District 12. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for the County Board. Sure. So I'll start uh, with the second question first. Uh, why I decided to run for county board is uh, I had run for Wisconsin State Senate uh, in a uh, seven-way uh, primary, and uh, uh, it was uh, you know exciting, and it was a lot of work. It was d difficult, but uh, one of the things that I saw out there talking to so many people is. Uh, our, you know, we are going through an extremely difficult time right now. And so our lives are at stake. And so uh, I think I can make the difference in, in that. Um, with my background, it's so varied. Uh, but I think that is a benefit for this position because not only my educational experience, uh, I will uh, have a degree in communications, uh, but my 15,000 hours in advocacy in uh, homeowner protection and eviction defense and consumer protection. Uh, my work at the Wisconsin Democratic Party as an organizer out in the field. And they dropped me into an area, Waukesha, where I didn't know anybody. And by the time I left, I had reached out to everybody that I could uh, possibly uh, do. And now uh, as working in the Wisconsin State Senate, uh, uh, I back up Senator Lena Taylor. And people say, what do you do, Amani? I do whatever uh, uh, Miss Lena wants me to do, Senator uh, Taylor wants me to do, because there's so much work to be done, and we're at a crossroads here, not only in Dane County, but also statewide. We've got to make the difference. I feel like I can make the difference. Okay. Uh, what issue or issues have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district, and how would you approach them? So that's, that's the interesting question. I feel overall, the issues that I care about are the issues that affect you, that affect me, that affect us. So that's whether it's the clean water, uh, you know, we have the PFAS and the F35 that adds into the PFAS problem uh, that affects our, our water and it creates noise pollution. Uh, uh, we, we're concerned about the wetlands. We're concerned about uh, the jail. We're concerned about how are we going to put food on the table? How are we going to stay in our homes? How are we going to, uh, you know, make sure that our kids are learning and, uh, and have an opportunity to thrive and survive? Uh, my mom, uh, Malele Chikasa Anana, uh, who they just named a school after yesterday, uh, you know, I saw a whole new set of problems with, with, um, with her that needs to be solved. And that is, you know, what about aging? What do you do? If she had not had us, her family, to back her up, and she did okay in life, but if she, not to, but if she didn't have us to back her up, how do we make it? So I think COVID-19 has brought that to the forefront. And so the issues that I care about are the issues about people. It doesn't matter if it's economics, if it's racial justice, social justice, if it's the environment, 
it doesn't matter. We need to get to work on, on these things, continue the work and go deep. We need to have ask difficult questions and have difficult conversations. And I'm ready to do that. Sheriff David Mahoney has announced his retirement. What are the primary assets you think a new sheriff should have? What are the major questions facing a new sheriff? Well, I know Sheriff Mahoney. Uh, I, you know, have met him uh, in the course of my career. Uh, my father is friends with his father, of all things. Um, and I know that he's a good person and he's, uh, you know, he's uh, concerned about things. Obviously, the jail is on everybody's mind in District 12. And I don't think it's a, a simple solution. People want to live in taglines. They want to live in, uh, you know, statements that are real general, but do not go into the issues and solve the issues uh, that need to be solved. And I don't know everything. I don't have any, every answer, but I do know that I've had an up in close personal uh, look at the criminal justice uh, system, not only at work, where that is one of Senator Taylor's top issues, but also because my brother has been in and out of the system for 40 years. And the system was never able, still yet, to address his drug addiction, to address his mental health issue, to address the way that he was perceived as a person in Dane County, uh, uh, you know, by his skin color, uh, that added to it. He did, he's, he's doing, in his life, he will probably do a life sentence for uh, something that, you know, things that, not excusable, but don't deserve a life sentence. So I think uh, when we're looking for somebody, I think we have to do it through the lens of equity and inclusion and diversity, and not just for diversity's sake, but because diversity helps make the solutions better. So when I look at the jail, I will be looking at the through the eyes of not only of a family that has been impacted uh, and, and the families that have been impacted by the uh, offense, but also long-term. So I think we can't just look at build a jail or not. I think we have to look at the, uh, the justice system, I think that we have to look at policing, and then we have to look at the physical uh, uh, building. Uh, criminal justice reform is a hot issue in the community right now, with pressures to ease the burdens of fines and bail costs for people in poverty, running into pressures to step up enforcement. What is the role of the board in addressing these issues? I think we can take a look. Our role is always this. It's to, to listen, to be engaged, to reach out to communities that may not be at the table, to ask deep questions that sometimes should keep you up late at night, and then look for solutions that have been presented and have not been presented. And we find that by coming together and working through the issues. It, it really is about that. That's the same thing that is done in the legislature. It's the same thing that's done in city council. Uh, I am married to a public defender. And I think that a lot of people would be surprised about bail, about the fact that if you do not have the money and if you cannot uh, get a public defender as is happening, as was happening up north, then you will stay in jail. 
So for example, he was telling me about uh, some cases where there was people that had an addiction to heroin, uh, had done heroin over the weekend, had uh, landed in jail, and up north, the the judicial system, the judges had decided that they would not allow people to be represented without um, without uh, uh, an attorney, and there were no there were no public defenders. So people had to sit in jail uh, for much longer than expected. So my question was, is that unconstitutional, and what can you do about it? So what the state legislator would be willing to go up there to represent people. So I think we have to look for common ground solutions at every every turn. What might be the role of the county board in assuring the success of the proposed triage and restoration center for persons experiencing a mental health or drug crisis? So I think that, and and I didn't know this until, um, you know, I got into politics and I did take civics courses and I did take history. And I don't think the average person knows what a county supervisor does, but the county controls the money. And so where we spend our money, where we fund, where we support, where we find the resources, where we connect different entities that want to work with us, where we reach out into communities is where we're going to make a difference. So uh, in the simplest term, the county has jurisdiction over the budget, so we can prioritize uh, you know, making a difference there. We can keep people like my brother out of the system for 40 years, which has cost, uh, in effect, the state of Wisconsin, $1.5 million. I, I one day uh, wanted to take a look at it. That is not an exact number. But with all of the court cases and the time being incarcerated and coming in and out, it has cost us enormous amounts of money. We can do better than that. And to do that, we've got to come together because I don't know everything. You don't know everything. The sheriff doesn't know everything. The people that work in the judicial system don't know everything. The community doesn't know everything that's going on, knows what their complaints are. So if we start putting that together and working through that, I think we can come up with some good solutions. Affordable housing has been a huge issue in Dane County. What suggestions do you have to try to meet the need? So I think that we need to, it, it has, let me acknowledge that. And it's, it's going to, um, you know, get worse, okay, because, we, because of COVID-19. We all have paid the price. And some people have paid a deep price economically. Uh, but the solution is to continue to build to recognize the problem, to look at some shifts that we can make to help keep people in their homes. Um, I, uh, in 2008, uh, we had $4.2 million in property and we lost it all. We ended up living in super eight. And so I get it going through that process. uh, That's how I got into the political process is because I wanted to know are there, is there a resolution for me? Is, is there an avenue that I can make a difference? And that's actually how I ended up uh, talking with Senator Lena Taylor. And she said, Amani, come see me. And I said to her, why would I come see you about this issue? You can't do anything about it. Now, 10 years later, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
thousands, not thousands, but uh, thousands of hours, hundreds of uh, documents, uh, you know, 10 years of my life uh, in litigation, I needed to be right there talking to her and for her to be translating the issue, saying, what is it that you're looking for, Imani, and how can I help you with, with the law? So uh, somebody asked me, what would you do? Because housing is a federal level or it might be a state level. Well, surely in Dane County, uh, we can write some les- resolutions uh, that the court can consider to give people relief, to help people out, to help them get down the road. And the reason this is important, and I'm sorry to get in the weeds on this, the reason this is important is because ultimately affects everything. It, accept, it, it affects our budget, uh, how much we can collect in taxes, how much the banks are paying into uh, uh, our revenue base, uh, what our county looks like, uh, uh, what how our neighbors feel, the value of my home. Everything is interconnected. And so, so I would say my biggest asset at this point is the issues that we are looking at. I have had not experience, but lived experience. And when I saw the other side, I said, when I get through this, I'm going to go after it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into politics and make a difference because Senator Taylor was right. This is where I needed to be. I just didn't know it. There are many COVID-19 related questions facing the county. What role does the board play in helping to meet them? So look, I'm gonna say this again, we are all in it together. So uh, not only in distribution, in testing, uh, in making awareness, but where I see myself as a supervisor coming into play is being able to reach out into different communities and and serving as their ambassador to for information and for the need for everybody to get tested because um, if, if 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 somebody in my community doesn't get tested uh, for real reasons uh, and I understand stand the reasoning that some people are saying you know I don't want to get tested but if if there is a certain population that does not get get uh, the vaccine, then we are going to spend additional years fighting COVID-19. So it goes to the proposition that whatever affects one affects another. And so we need to be able to reach out. I love sharing information. I love reading. I love talking to people. I love learning about different people. And I think it is critical uh, that we have uh, representation uh, so that we can go out and share the information to encourage people uh, to to get uh, vaccinated uh, because we're all in this together. It's like the mask thing, you know, we've got to reach out to different communities. It just cannot be one community that's doing it. It's gotta be everybody. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Yeah, so I would say that, um, you know, I am running uh, for two reasons. I am running to, uh, 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 be united. I am a mama. I am an advocate. I am a uniter. And I am running to do the work and to be united and bring people together uh, so that we can make a difference and we can find uh, real solutions to complex and diverse problems uh, uh, with the result 
of equity. So if you will uh, go to Amani for Wisconsin, F-O-R, Wisconsin fully spelled out dot com and uh, check out my website and see what I'm thinking. And I guarantee whatever I'm thinking is something that you're thinking about as well. And I want to hear how we can solve this together. Thank you. I want to thank Imani Latimer Burris for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of the Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.